Good morning, brothers and sisters. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Inspirational Thoughts and Encouragement. Today's scripture comes from 2 Kings, the 5th chapter, verses 1 through 14. From the New Living Translation, it says, The king of Aram had a great admiration for Naaman, the commander of his army, because through him, The Lord had given Aram great victories. But though Naaman was a mighty warrior, he suffered from leprosy. At this time, Aramean raiders had invaded the land of Israel. And among their captives was a young girl who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. One day the girl said to her mistress, I wish my master would go to see the prophet in Samaria. Then he would heal him of his leprosy. So Naaman told the king what the girl from Israel had said. Go and visit the prophet, the king of Aram told him. I will send a letter of introduction for you to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out, carrying as gifts 750 pounds of silver 150 pounds of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. The letter to the king of Israel said, With this letter I present my servant Naaman. I want you to heal him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and said, This man sends me a leper to heal? Am I God that I can give life and take it away? I can see he's trying to fight with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay, he sent a message to the, he sent a message to him. Why are you so upset? Send them into me, and he will learn that there is a true prophet here in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and waited at the door of Elisha's house. But Elijah sent a message out to him with this message, a messenger out to him with this message. Go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored and you will be healed of your leprosy. But Naaman became angry and stalked away. I thought he would certainly come out to meet me, he said. I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of his God and heal me. Aren't the rivers of Damascus, the Abana, and the Farfar better than any of the rivers in Israel? Why shouldn't I wash in them and be healed? So Naaman turned and went away in rage. But his officers tried to reason with him and said, Sir, If the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? So you should certainly obey him when he says simply, go and wash and be cured. So Naaman went down to the Jordan River and dipped himself seven times as the man of God had instructed him. And his skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child. And he was healed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we pray that you'll bless the reading and hearing of the Holy Word and give us the courage to be obedient 
Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. We also pray that you bless us with spiritual wisdom, understanding, and insight in order to grow in the knowledge of you, Lord God. This we ask in your son's name, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Brothers and sisters, every time we follow God's leading, our obedience to the door for him to do great things in our life. I got to repeat that. Every time we follow God's leading, our obedience opens the door for him to do great things in our life. Yet we often resist obeying because his directions appear impractical or unreasonable, right? And so we doubt his intentions toward us. Nehemiah couldn't understand why the Lord would tell him to go wash seven times in the Jordan River. He thought he'd already exercised faith in coming to the prophet Elisha. He'd hoped for a spectacular supernatural healing of his disease, not irrational sounding instructions to go on what seemed a fool's mission. After all, the great Syrian commander didn't see anyone else dipping in the muddy waters and being healed. But God's instructions were sus- hey, sus- mm. thank you, Lord. But God's instructions were specifically for him and no one else. Thank you, Father. Have you experienced that, brothers and sisters? Keep on living. You will. Instructions specifically for you. And you must be obedient. Doesn't matter how it sounds. Doesn't matter what it calls you to do or how, what it calls you to feel. It's for you. God said it, do it. Amen. If you decide you'll do what God says only on the basis of what you see others doing, you'll miss out on his best for you. Now, suppose Nehemiah decided that he just couldn't do something that appeared so crazy. He would have died of leper, as a leopard, right? Likewise, when you hold out on obeying God completely, you never know what he would have done in your life if only you had trusted him. Brothers and sisters, know that needs are opportunities for God to transform the lives of his children. Amen. He knows that for us to become everything he created us to be, we must learn to believe in, we must learn to act on his trustworthiness. So when facing a challenge, brothers and sisters, you have two choices. One is to focus on what you lack and how God doesn't appear to be responding the way you want. Or you can recognize that your need indicates his desire to teach you something. Amen. Then you can rejoice over what he plans to accomplish. Oh, thank you, Father. Brothers and sisters, realize how blessed we are. We serve an awesome, powerful, loving, caring, and forgiving Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. And know that needs, our needs are his opportunities for so many blessings for us. Amen. So therefore, brothers and sisters, be obedient and have a blessed journey. 
Be obedient and have a blessed life. Be obedient and be a blessing to others. Amen. And have a blessed day.